Hello, Kate here from Womankind, wishing you a warm welcome to Cyclical Living Unwrapped, where we explore the gifts and challenges of cyclical life with experts in the field of menstruation, perimenopause and cyclical living. And today I'm talking to Jyoti Mayani. And Jyoti is the founder of Jyoti Rani. She guides conscious souls to reclaim their menstrual cycle and live in sync with their body's natural rhythm through wellness rooted in indigenous wisdom and rich tradition. Jyoti is a yoga teacher, menstrual cycle coach, and host of Decolonizing Wellness, the podcast. Her offerings include one-to-one coaching, retreats, workshops, and more. And we're going to hear all about where you can find her and all about her latest offerings very soon. Thank you so much for joining us for a cyclical living on Rat. It's lovely to have you here. Um, can you tell me, please, what is your summer superpower? Yes. Hi, Kate. Thanks for having me. Oh, you've just frozen. Oh, I'm in Zoom. I have really been tapping into that recently. I think. You just, I you mean, just froze. Could we? Could we start with the question again? Yes. Oh no, is the internet not good? Okay, right. let's, I can edit it. Okay, let's try again. Hopefully, it doesn't freeze again. Can you tell me what your summer superpower is, please? Yes, so I would say my summer superpower is just feeling really vibrant and like tapping into that queen energy and owning that. So I think before, um, you know, before I was aware of what menstrual cycle awareness is, I didn't realise that this was happening, but now I am aware of it and I've really been thinking more about that summer energy the mother archetype the queen energy and that kind of thing so really just tapping into that um which kind of comes full circle because as you said my business name is Jyoti Rani and Rani means queen in uh, Sanskrit or Hindi so that kind of works really nicely um so yeah just kind of owning that energy I think often as women and people who bleed we're really encouraged to keep ourselves very small but for me like it's been a journey my menstrual cycle journey as well to yeah just like own who I am and how I'm feeling and you know if I'm feeling good and think that you know I look good or something like that like not being afraid to to own that really um because yeah we're definitely what does that really mean to own that I'm really curious um I think like not shying away from it you know like when someone says oh you look nice like not being like oh no like I don't even have makeup on today or like oh no like you know like dismissing a compliment I think just like saying thank you um and just kind of leaving it at that um which I think is you know I'm still on this journey um but that can be difficult um and yeah sometimes just saying like you know I think I look really good today like oh look at this really nice picture or something you know um yeah those sorts of things um like recently I was at a wedding and someone said like oh you look amazing I was like I know I really feel really good as well you know like my sister had done my hair and makeup and I just felt really great and it's it's nice to to embrace that I think oh yeah and I 
I feel very expanded hearing it. You know, I really like to hear people enjoying the way they look or mm. and observe people enjoying, enjoying the way they look. I think it's infectious. Yes. I think it gives everybody permission to own that queenly energy. Is, is there anything that trips you up in summer? I think overbooking myself and just being too busy and perhaps not leaving that time for myself. Um, so, you know, I have many like wellness practices that I like to do and, you know, things that ground me and I always come back to, um, you know, simple things like journaling and breath work or asana practice, like did the physical postures and yoga and things like that. But I think sometimes in summer, because I am feeling so great. I don't necessarily feel like I need to do them, which is fine. Like I don't, you know, I don't have to do all of these things every day. Um, but sometimes I can trip myself up by just abandoning everything. And then when it comes to that, you know, autumn energy kind of thinking, oh, what happened? Um, you know, that kind of thing, um, which is definitely something that I've, yeah, I've been thinking about more and how I can just have a few simple touch points you know perhaps in my in a winter phase like when I'm on my period it's much more elaborate like what I'm doing and much more you know introspective whereas with summer being a bit more outward facing just yeah like those small touch points sometimes I think that in, when we're in high summer energy you know this part the queenly part thinks well I'm I'm so fantastic I don't need that <laughs> self-care is for wimps <laughs> <laughs> completely <laughs> <Absolutely>. carried away <laughs> yeah and then autumn comes and whips you back into shape <laughs> yeah. so here we are into autumn so what what does that crossover feel like for you into autumn mm. how do you know you cross you're crossing yeah great question i think it's like a slight dip in energy and that you know that outwardly facing sort of changing to that inwardly facing and just wanting to be alone a bit more um yeah I think that's kind of how how it feels for me and what supports you um so actually recently I've found that lifting weights in my inner autumn feels really good um and sometimes like um in other parts of my cycle where I thought you know where we're told or oh, this is a great time to lift weights actually I find it much more difficult like as I'm coming off my period into my inner spring for example it feels it feels really good in autumn so I've been kind of incorporating that a bit more and then things like um trying to avoid certain types of foods like fried foods I know that doesn't necessarily help uh, when my bleed's going to come around um the few days before my period like trying not to do like cardio and things like that just to really start to slow down um yeah and just taking time to journal um something that i love doing like i do the morning pages um most mornings um so journaling yoga um and all you know all parts of yoga breath work meditation the physical practice and so on and and then mantra chanting as well, like, you know, getting those sacred vibrations and things can be really, really supportive as well. Um, 
Yeah, those sorts of things. And there are other particular gifts that you'd like to share about your autumn because you know it gets a pretty bad rap for most from in the mainstream. So it's mm. always really nice to hear your unique gifts that you experience in your autumn. Yes, for me, I feel more focused. Like I'm like okay, I think I know like that the end of the cycle is coming. So there's certain things that perhaps, you know, intentions that I'd set or things that I wanted to do in my business that I'll really be able to focus and work towards, perhaps more in this phase than, than other phases. Um, I always get these like couple of days before, you know, just before my bleed comes where it's like, okay, we need to do all the things. So like, you know, that big pile of stuff that you just couldn't be bothered to take outside to the bin or, you know, whatever it is, clothes you couldn't be bothered to put away. I suddenly have the energy to really just get through that stuff. Um, and I think, you know, doing this work, knowing that my bleed's coming and I want to be able to rest as much as possible. It's, it's like an extra incentive, like, okay, let's kind of close the loop on this cycle and give ourselves as best possible chance to rest um, as, as I can. Um, so yeah, doing things like that, um, yeah. And what does, what does your winter look like? What is the rest, what is the quality of rest that you bring into your winter? So it really varies. Sometimes it's a resting by actually being able to sleep and napping in the day, which if I'm able to is the absolute dream. Um, but obviously that's not always possible. Um, sometimes it can just be as simple as slowing down. Like I'm someone that moves quite quickly I think I'm probably talking quite quickly right now. Um, I just do things quite fast. So just bringing a bit more mindfulness to what I'm doing. So instead of like running down the stairs, and I don't know why I run down the stairs normally, because I'm not in a rush to get anywhere, just walking a bit slower and just, you know, slowing down my movements. Um, and even as I'm saying that, I've just slowed down when I'm talking and just, yeah, bringing that quality to things, even if I'm not able to physically stop what I'm doing. You know, in an ideal world, that's what would happen. I'd be able to kind of retreat to my menstrual cave for like a good three days and have a big bleed every period. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, that's not possible at the moment for me. Um, Do you, could you say yeah. coined by a big bleed? Okay. Yes, of course. So it's coined by Red School and it's... Um, essentially having like your dream period whatever that looks like to you so yeah like maybe just napping eating chocolate uh, watching netflix what whatever it would mean to you um yeah just having that time really that sacred rest um yeah i think just bringing micro rest into it um into my day can be really powerful and another thing that i love to do which um i learned from claire baker who i did my cycle coach training with is um, tarot. So I'll pull four cards, um, kind of one for each phase of my cycle and just journal on that and check in with that. Like it's a really nice touch point then throughout my cycle to check in with the energy and to see how it's manifesting, if it's manifesting. Um, so you're pulling cards during your period to kind of create focus and rhythm through the rest of your menstrual months. Is that what you mean? Yes, exactly. Yeah. What a gift. Yeah. That's, so, that's such a great tip. Mm, yeah, I love it. It's probably the one thing that I do 
every cycle, no matter what, even if I'm super busy, I'll find time to do that. And do you do you schedule your diary around your cycle? Yes, I do. I try to where possible. So yeah, again, like when I'm on my period coming towards the end of it, uh, you know, day five or six for me, I'll get my diary out and think about because I like to have I like to physically write. So I'll get my diary and think about, you know, like, what other tasks I want need to do this month for my business and my personal life um, in my other job that I have. And then think about um, when's best to do those and try to schedule them where possible. It's definitely easier in my business to do that because I'm my own boss. Whereas in the other work that I do, I'm not my own boss. So I, you know, it's not as easy. Um, and even in my personal life, you know, sometimes we do have to go out, don't we, on our periods, even though we don't want to, <laughs> or at least for me, I don't want to. <laughs> so yeah, just trying where possible to work with my energy levels um, and you know that's obviously where tracking your cycle is so helpful isn't it because I'm pretty attuned to how I'll be feeling even though every cycle can be different and um, I've got a pretty good idea of of how things will go. So you have a fairly regular cycle so you can and and of course naturally you have this deep um connection with your inner season so you can feel where you are even if your cycle is different to normal yeah exactly yeah I'd say I have a fairly regular cycle it's like 28 to 33 days depending um but yeah it's relatively regular and I, and I do track my temperature as well so I have a pretty good idea of what's going on yeah I wonder what have we got time? Yeah. Well, why don't you say more about checking your temperature? Because again, people might not know about that or what that is. Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm not a fertility awareness method teacher or anything like that, but I, uh, yeah, so I take my basal body temperature every morning when I wake up um, and put it into my Read Your Body app. And then essentially when my temperature rises, um, and there's all sorts of rules around it, which I won't go into because I'm not, not an expert on it. Um, I, you know, I can do it well enough for myself. But anyway, once you've had a temperature rise, um, it confirms ovulation as well as uh, looking at either your cervix position or um, your cervical mucus um, as well. So tracking that as well, um, one of the two. So you need two of those signs, uh, hopefully I'm making sense here, um, to be able to confirm um, ovulation. So then I know roughly when my period will be coming from then. Which will then be 14 days after that, after, after that rise in temperature. Yes, sometimes, not always 14 days for me, but yes, I think there's a rough period. Yeah, you, I mean, that, you know, for us in in this business it's you know it's like bbt <laughs> we would yes <laughs> but it's good to remember that in the, in the wider population people might not know about that and mm, it's sure. you know knowing when you ovulate is just so useful whether whether you're trying to get pregnant trying not to get pregnant uh if you're in perimenopause knowing if you've ovulated is you know really useful information for sure I was going to say that I think a lot of people think you only need to do that if you're trying to get pregnant but actually it has so many benefits and you know if you don't ovulate that can tell you something about about your cycle and you might need to go get something checked and yeah I'd love to hear about the challenges 
and joys of your springs of post-menstruation? Mm, yes. So less so now, but definitely last year, the one of the biggest challenges for me as I came into my inner spring was feeling really anxious. Like I had a lot going on. I was planning my wedding. I just moved house. I wasn't, you know, living in a familiar place anymore. Like I, you know, moved closer to London and, and those sorts of things. So there was a lot going on. Um, if anyone has ever planned or been to an Indian wedding, you'll know it's not just one event. It's pretty crazy. So I think that was like exacerbating everything. But yeah, like I, I was just feeling so anxious and I'm really struggling. But like, I guess the saving grace was knowing that it will pass and it wasn't that I was feeling anxious all the time. It was in those few days. Um, so, you know, I did um, the many practices that I've already mentioned, breath work, journaling and, you know, started having therapy even and things like that just to try and support myself um, in general, um, which was which was really helpful. Um, nowadays i'd say like i can still feel that anxiety sometimes but it's definitely not as strong as it used to be um and i think the joys are that like fresh feeling that freshness that rise in energy and that kind of childlike um excitement of like oh yeah okay i've got my energy back like let's cook a really nice meal and let's go outside and you know bask in nature and just enjoy enjoy life I think I feel like a real sense of gratitude after my bleed um yeah and a real rise in energy um which I can now kind of enjoy and yeah like you I don't know if utilize is the right word like it doesn't I think it was you know the same thing was happening it was that rise in energy but but it was causing anxiety whereas now it's like woo let's go let's you know do these things um yeah what 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 day of your cycle do you feel that that rise, whether it's anxious or joyful? Um, around day seven to nine ish. Yeah, so I'm on about day ten or eleven today. Um, so yeah, definitely was feeling that a couple of days ago. Thank you. It's really interesting to hear. The variation in when people start to feel that rise of energy. Mm. There's about there's about a week's worth. You know, some people say day two, three. Yeah, wow. Well. Seven to nine. I mean that for somebody new to uh, menstrual cycle awareness, it it's just I, th I think that we you people associate the end of the their periods with the with spring arriving, but actually. Yeah. Can be there's quite a lot of variation into when that rise in energy can happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're so right. Um, yeah, I think for me, like my bleed does feel like a good week. Um, maybe not, obviously, that in intensity is probably one to three days, but then even after, like I'm still feeling a bit lower in energy um but yeah it is interesting how for some people it is by like day three they're like let's go and i'm like i can't imagine feeling like that but it's you know everyone's so different oh and i'd love to hear more about your work so but first of all can you tell us where we can find you where do you hang out on the interweb yes 
so I have my beautiful new website, um, which is www.jotirani.com. That's J-Y-O-T-I-R-A-N-I. Um, and everything's on there, my coaching, my blogs, my um, retreat waiting list and anything else that I will do in the future. Um, and then I also have my Instagram page, which is underscore jotti dot rani underscore <laughs> um and yeah like i'm on there more now than i used to be actually so there's lots of um fun stuff happening on there and you know informative posts and conversations and things um yeah those are probably the best two places i mean from my instagram there's obviously my link in my bio which has everything like my link out to my youtube my insight timer because i've got loads of meditations on there um also i definitely say to join my mailing list especially if you like meditating because i have four free meditations one for each phase of your cycle um which you get if you sign up to my mailing list for free um and they kind of they're really nice they really take you through the different things that you can do in those um in each phase so like in summer we practice gratitude and at the end of each one we think about how we're feeling and do a cycle check-in as well what a gift that's lovely mm -hmm. thank you so much for thank sharing you. your experience of your cycle and the seasons and your wonderful work and thanks for having me oh it's it's no it's it's great i yeah i'm loving this series I, i'm just so fascinated in how how it shows up and how everybody cares for themselves differently Yes, I'm just going to have to move with you because um, someone needs to come in here. But we can keep talking okay. for a couple of minutes if you're all right. <laughs> and if you're, if listeners are curious about your inner seasons and your navigating perimenopause, well, Jyoti takes us on a walk across your work. It looks a very nice shared space there. <laughs> it's lovely. You might enjoy our self-directed course, Perimenopause Unwrap, which you can find at woman kind .co.uk and that's where you can shine a light on the unconscious processes that are colouring your perimenopause experience and bring more awareness, choice and compassion to your transition. We'd be delighted to welcome you there and if you have any questions you can contact us through our site. All the details are in the show notes. Justy, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so fun to talk to you.